It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's up, Hokie Nation? Happy Monday from the Corporate Research Center here in Blacksburg, Virginia. Kyle Marshak across the way. The man, the myth, 11, or the legend, Ishan Lamba, who's joining us in his debut for TSL today. We're going to talk some uh, Hokies softball and baseball, of course, here in Blacksburg as it's prime diamond sports season. All that and more on TSL today, which starts right now. Welcome back to Stu Stu here on Tech Sideline for this Monday edition on April 10th of TSL Today. Kyle Marshak, as I said, with the man, the myth, the legend, the goat we call him here in Blacksburg, Ishan Lamba. Welcome to the show. And of course, before we get going, we have to mention Triumph, our sponsor, Recruit, Retain, Reward. I think I have that saying down now, Ishan, the three R's. I I love that slogan. I still uh, love that slogan for Triumph. So thank you to Triumph for sponsoring this edition of TSL Today. All right, Ishan, welcome to the show. You're a writer for a tech sideline for softball. I figured I would bring in some good expertise for Diamond Sports today. Before we dig into that, let's talk about this. Commonwealth clashes for both baseball and softball back-to-back. Both Hokie squads took it 2-3 to three in those series. Pretty Feels pretty good if you're a Hokies fan after those Commonwealth clashes. Yeah, 100%, especially since, uh, you know, early in the season or, you know, in the fall, Tech didn't really get off to a good start in the Commonwealth sports. Soccer didn't do too well. Nope. And so... It's good that the that baseball and softball have evened it up now. So it's even at eight. We've got a couple uh, outdoor track and field, tennis, things like that. Uh, those things ahead of us to see who's going to win this year's edition. It's a lot closer than last year. But, uh, yeah, big wins, especially for baseball. Yeah, Virginia Tech has been absolutely cracked in track and field. I was at the uh, softball stadium the other day. I, I cover it for Learfield, which is really fun. Obviously, you cover it for us here at Tech Sideline. And I'm sure you've seen it when you go into the uh, the track facility, which plays host to the um, the food for, for softball there outside of that Dippin' Dots stand, which Carter's laughing. He's a big Dippin' Dots guy. Um, right behind the softball stadium, you can go in there. There's like 20 trophies, a lot of which consecutive back-to-back indoor and outdoor um, championships in track and field. I, as a Hokie, am embarrassed to say I did not realize how ridiculously good we are at track and field. See how quick I get off track? All right, well, both teams took series two out of three. That feels really good. Let's hone in on baseball real quick. Different season for them compared to last year. Last year, they hosted a Super Regional. They were number one in the country very briefly, too. Now they're 18-11, 5-9 in ACC play. They're last in the Coastal, 12 out of 14 in the ACC. That's the thing, 5-9 and nine in ACC play. It's like, okay, that's not a good record. You're losing by four games, obviously. Um, but it doesn't feel like that terrible. Then you look at the standings, they're last in the Coastal. So that tells you how strong the ACC is in baseball this year. Um, I think the main storyline right now, before we look at that Liberty game real quick, Chris Canizaro has been on and off the field injury wise, but fairly consistent, definitely at the dish. Now he's back in the field consistently has gone a little bit cold. He still leads the team in batting average. I think uh, before this season, people in the modern day of baseball undermine 
what it's like to actually have a day-to-day defensive, you know, standout uh, in the middle infield or just the infield in general. And then we get Canizaro, and I think he's been that day-to-day guy. It, it feels really good to pick him up for this season. He's been freaking good. No doubt about it. And, yeah, you mentioned he's kind of gone cold. Uh, I actually checked his at-bat. So in his last 49 at-bats, which is pretty long spell, yeah. he's, he's only got seven hits, which is not – it's not terrible. It's uh, it's around 140, something like that. And the fact that he still leads the team in batting average should show you just how insane that run he went on at the start of the season was. So, I mean, law of averages is going to catch up to everyone. Yeah. He's going to come back down. Uh, but he's still batting at over 350, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so now that he's back on the field consistently, the offense has sort of come back to what it should be. Hopefully the Hokies can get more consistent on that side. Pitching is definitely still a concern. There's still some injuries there and, and you know, some improvement that needs to be made. But overall, it looks like the, the team is getting stronger as a whole. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, they have Liberty coming up and then Georgia Tech right after that. So those that's a four-game stretch where you hope they can walk away with three, maybe four of those, those wins. Liberty is a strong squad, though. Christian Worley's still out. He's supposed to be that main arm out of the bullpen. And as you said, pitching is the main concern. And in college baseball, you're going to have like a three-man rotation, um, depending on what the schedule looks like. Hackenberg is not the guy he was last year. Those are three guys in the starting rotation for the Hokies now that have ERAs above six. That was unexpected. What do you think's going on with the pitching right now? Not really sure. Uh, you know, Hackenberg... Could be a sophomore slump. We can talk about that yeah. as well. I think there's something going on in softball as well. But, yeah, I mean, Hackenberg hasn't been the same. But if the, his last game is any indication, he is on the right track. I mean, he was shoving the other day 11 strikeouts, 8 innings. So, I mean, that's nothing to scoff at. So, if he's if he's sort of rounding into form and, and finding his groove, then I think that's a good thing. Um, Arguez, I, I've really liked what he's had out of uh, – or, or – starting on the bump and it's tough because he does induce outs pretty easily but he also gives up hits and runs pretty easily as well yeah. so it's it's a bit of a trade-off uh he's kind of a boomer bust kind of guy um so tech's pitching is definitely the main concern of this team it's not as strong as last year but you know hopefully the team can sort of get back into yeah. the swing of things in the next week or so do you follow Pitching Ninja on YouTube? Do you know who I'm talking about? I have seen the channel recommended to me, but I, yeah. I do not subscribe. Yeah, Carter, uh, you're a baseball guy. I know who you know who I'm talking about. You can he's shaking his head yes. So Pitching Ninja is this guy on YouTube. He does a lot of MLB coverage, and I, what I love about his stuff with pitching is he highlights what they call stuff. You know what that is yeah. when someone has filthy stuff. They have great you know breaking pitches, off speeds, a lot of movement on their pitches. When you have stuff as a pitcher, that means you will have a high roof regardless of what the numbers look like. So you can dig into the analytics and say, yeah, you know, Hackenberg and Arguelles, uh, they, they haven't been pitching well. But you look at their stuff, they're in just a fine spot. They just need to get that command. So I, I would I want your agreeance on this. Would you say, you know, it's midway through the season. The pitchers have stuff, not to mention a really strong sophomore class in this roster in general. So it's a young team. I can't say, you know, this far into the season it's just about time to hit that panic button or really just in general for the future outlight for this team either it's really not time to hit the panic button it's a young roster who has high roofs it just needs to kind of be honed in by chef i would say would you agree with that oh uh, yeah definitely i would agree i think uh this team will have a stronger second half of the season compared to the first half there were a lot of 
you know, Tech had a lot of close losses at the earlier at in the earlier half of the season, and there were a lot of late blown leads, things that can sort of be cleaned up. I'd say so. I think I think Tech, Tech is definitely going to get better in the second half of the season. I think probably sneak into the tournament. Um, yeah, maybe the season isn't. It's definitely not going to be what it was last season, but the future I think still looks pretty bright for for Coach Chef and and all of them. I think that they can really help develop the talent that they have and and get to a better spot like they were last year. Right, and the good part is like if they're in a conference that isn't playing as strong as they are, then obviously a five and nine record in the ACC doesn't look that pretty. But there are so many teams worth mentioning for the national landscape. I mean, in the Atlantic, I'd say the top three teams in the standings right now are all tournament teams. You have Wake Forest, Louisville, and Boston College. They all have records uh, with the win column being up above 21 and then some. And then in the Coastal, I think Virginia and North Carolina will be mentioned for, uh, and, and Miami and possibly Duke as well for the the uh, NCAA tournament, right? So, you, you know, it's another year where ACC baseball is on an up so you're going to talk about just shy of half of the conference making the NCAA tournament. All Virginia Tech has to do is find themselves in the top half of those standings, and then they're giving themselves a good picture because it's so good. So okay. hopefully it's not you know time to hit the panic button for that squad. Plus, baseball is so much parity to begin with. I think people are so trigger happy on, you know, oh, this team, they, they got to fix their stuff right now. But baseball, there's so much parity. And it's the same thing with softball. We'll turn yeah. it around and talk about them too. There's so much parity. Like, the best teams lose to the worst teams every day of the week in the MLB. And the same can be said for college baseball. All right, let's flip the script to softball. Let's sweeten our palates a little bit. Number 13 ranked team in the country, 31 and 9, 11 and 4 in the ACC. Good for third in the standings. Let's start with this. Kelsey Bennett's the all-time RBI leader. She has been raking this season. I, I think it was pretty cool to see her have that like a week after her birthday too, according to Abby Nielsen, who helps us here at Tech Sideline as well. She did a report on that the other day. Yeah, Kelsey Bennett, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to her as well. She's really focused on uh, just seeing the ball better. Um, can't remember how long ago it was, a couple weekends ago, the the series against Chattanooga. Um, she had a bunch of clutch hits, and uh, she's mentioned just focusing on her hitting. And uh, she's not – once she get on, gets on base, she's not really the type – to stay on the base pass, usually you get a runner for her. But the fact that she consistently is hitting home runs, doubles, a lot of extra base hits, you know, she's a valuable bat for the Hokies. No, 100%. Abby mentioned that in her interview with her for, um, for Hokie Vision, saying... Well, Kelsey mentioned that. She said, like, I'm, I'm a runner who gets replaced in the base pads a lot. But... uh you know, when you hit for pop like her, you can afford it, right? So it's pretty cool to see. So Tennessee coming up, number five ranked team in the country. I think the storyline for both these squads and where they can improve is rather similar for baseball and softball. They both could have a little bit of a boost in pitching. I'd say for softball in particular, they just have a young rotation. I mean, Lemley's a sophomore, Grind's a freshman. Um, that's your one-two punch right there. What's the hope against number five Tennessee when it comes to pitching? Yeah, it's been kind of tough and, you know, mentioned potential sophomore slump when it comes to Hackenberg. I think the same sort of thing is happening with Lemley. Now, I mean, she was the she was nationally recognized as a freshman last yeah. year. So, it you're not the the expectations are set pretty high. It's kind of tough to match those. She's still been phenomenal. She's one of the hot, she has one of the highest strikeout numbers in the country. I, I don't know where she ranks exactly, but I mean, she's still 
shoving the ball. So she she knows what she's doing. It's just, you know, every now and then she has a low movement fastball, straight in the zone, gets blasted over the fence. It's been happening a decent amount this season. You know, you don't really like to see it if you're a Hokie fan. But, yeah, it's, it's hurt her ERA a little bit. Grind, you know, she's kind of had to deal with a little bad luck, I'd say, uh, because she's only pitched about half the innings Lemley has. She's given up almost the same amount of runs, but a good 15 of them or so aren't earned. So she hasn't really been helped out too much uh, by the infield. Every now and then there's just a bad ball that can't gobble up or something like that. So she's had a bit of a tough time, but every now and then she, she does have fantastic pitching performances, which which Co- Coach Tamore acknowledges. And then also uh, Molly Jacobson, who didn't pitch last season, also barely pitched the season before. And she's she's developed into a great strike thrower. She can get she can work through teams pretty quickly. Um, overall, I think as a unit, it would be nice to cut down on the amount of home runs yeah. that they give up. Um, but uh, and I, I saw this on the the message boards one time. Somebody was curious about uh, if there was if they were going to potentially work on that. Whether there's something to change given the high rate of home runs the team gives up. And uh, and Coach Demore said, essentially, you know, other teams are doing against us what we try and do against good pitching. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get a hit, Make swing for the fences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, good teams are doing what they should be against Virginia Tech, and it's not really much to change. Just working on improving the pitches, getting more movement out of them as you can. That's that's probably going to be the focus in terms of tech pitching. Now, I, I just wanted to take a, a minute back, take a step back, and, yeah. and talk about the stats you just ran by. You said um, that Lindsey Grind has pitched about half the innings that Lemley has and that she's given up about um, the same amount of runs, but 15 of which were earned. Now, you were slightly incorrect, but for people, I'm going to look into the camera for this one. For people that wonder about, uh, Ishan Lama's expertise for subscribers and people who have been reading his stuff. I can tell you that this dude's legit because that's off his dome right there. There's no phone or laptop in front of him. He said about the same amount of runs. That's correct. Grind has 52. Emma Lemley has 57. So only five off. He said also about ha- half as many innings pitched. That was almost exact, Ishan. I just had to brag for you for that because Lemley has 149 in the third. And guess what? Grind has 75 in a third. So almost just, it was 51% that she has in terms of pitching uh, total. And then you also said that she gave up about 15 uh, runs that were not earned. 12 was the number. She gave up 52 runs, 40 of which were earned. So I just had to take that aside because people, no one's questioned Ishan's abilities as a writer, but I just had to throw that out there. that That's off your dome right there, and all three of those statistics you threw at me were incredibly accurate. To be fair, you are the writer for Tech Sideline Softball. So. I should hope I know Yeah, you, things, you yeah. should know those things, but I just had to uh, praise you for that. So that was pretty impressive. All right, so the pitching has to improve a little bit, uh, and I like that note about home runs, right? Pete Tamore is very transparent about that. Teams do the same thing to us that we do to them. Well, this team rakes when it comes to home runs. We know that they lead the country in that category what's the hope when it comes to uh going over the fence against tennessee do you think that tennessee they have really good pitching you think we can get one or two over the fence against them we're averaging two a game right now 
Yeah, that has to be the focus when it comes to Tennessee because, and you uh, look at them, and this one I actually did look up because I I wasn't familiar with Tennessee softball, but uh, they have like six pitcher rotation, three sort of main stars, and then a couple relievers. I mean, it's insane. The combined ERA of the bullpen is .99. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I mean they couple it with great hitting too, so you can see why this is a top five team in the country. But, I mean, yeah, when you're playing against nearly lights-out pitching like that, you have to make those hits count. And so the, the Hokies do hit for power. And uh, it's it's good because it can come from just about anywhere. Like, you know, per, everyone has hit multiple home runs in the starting lineup this season. Uh, you know, even Kylie Aldridge, who you've seen has kind of struggled at the plate. She's hit, I want to say, four home runs or something like that. Um, so you can get it from just about anywhere, which is a, a good thing. And I think that Tech will never – they can keep the runs down defensively. I think you'll you'll never really feel like the Hokies are out of it when it comes to Tennessee. All right, real quick. Two players are going to go yard for the Hokies against Tennessee. Who's due? It's a good question. I think Fagan is due. Okay. Um, she's uh, one of the stronger offensive pieces. Um, hasn't hit as many home runs as, uh, as say, some of the other girls. She's got seven, yeah. so she's about midway through that lineup. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, trying to think of someone who maybe you wouldn't expect. Potentially, uh, I think Chavez could, could go young. Okay, um, I like yeah, that. She definitely has... Uh, she doesn't have too many at bats on the season. She's uh, she's DP'd every now and then, uh, and come in as a pinch hitter every now and then. But when she comes up, uh, I mean, she has a decent amount of home runs on the season for how little she's she's yeah. batted. So she's got twenty seven at bats, three home runs. Yeah, so she's hitting four oh seven in the the small sample size she has. She's yeah. she's becoming a mainstay as a designated player. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think Chavez is a good bet. She she's got a lot of power. So. All right, sweet. I love it. Well, I think that about wraps up this edition of TSL Today. Uh, Kyle Marshak again, alongside Ishan Lamba. Carter Hill was our producer. Thank you, Carter, for all the help today. Diamond Sports in full swing midway through the season. 6 p.m. on Tuesday, softball versus number five, Tennessee. That's a top 15 matchup. And then two unranked squads looking to uh, sneak their way into the NCAA tournament picture. It's baseball versus Liberty. And then Georgia Tech following that. 7 p.m. first pitch in Blacksburg tomorrow for baseball as well. But for now, Kyle Marshak signing off on TSA today. We'll see you guys next time from Blacksburg.